Love this podcast? Support this show through the Acast supporter feature. It's up to you how much you give, and there's no regular commitment. Just click the link in the show description to support now. Welcome to Fresh Encounter, the radio ministry of Lifelong Anointing Church. Our mission as a church is to equip the body of Christ to increase in wisdom and in stature, and in favor with God and with men. We're glad that you joined us for this edition of the broadcast. It is our prayer that this broadcast will be a blessing to you. Here now is Pastor Otuno with today's message. Changing your level of command. And the question is, what does it mean to change your level of command? What does it mean when I say, do I change your level of command? What am I talking about? To understand what I'm talking about, you need to first of all understand what is called your levels of command. And levels of command is the amount or the degree of power and authority available to an individual within a particular power structure. In other words, the level of authority that you are given or the level of authority that you have within a particular power structure. That is to say, the amount of power and authority an individual has within an organization. And this level of power and authority increases as that individual increases. Which means the higher you go, the more power, the more authority you possess. And that is why in a business, okay, the power and authority that is available to the office manager is not the same that is available to the president or the CEO. Two different people, two different levels. The higher you go, the more power, the more authority is available to you. And the same thing is true when it comes to spiritual matters. The same thing is true. How much authority you have in the spirit is a function of your level in the spiritual matters. The lower you are, the more the enemy can mess you up. The higher you go, the more they leave you alone. And that is why the Bible tells us in the book of Proverbs 24.10. It said, if you faint in the days of adversity, your strength is small. If the devil can mess you up on little things, if he can mess you up in areas where other people have victory, then your strength is small. But when you have the requisite power, you find out that the enemy cannot mess with you. And it is a stated fact in life. That one thing you must understand is this. When two powers collide... When two powers come in contact with each other, the lesser power will always bow. It is a stated fact. You don't need any mathematics to prove that one. If there are two powers that come together and they have an interaction and they collide, the lesser power will bow. If you faint in the days of adversity, your strength is small. So that is when I say the change of the level of command, I'm talking about you moving up the spiritual ladder. That's what I'm talking about. Not remaining on the same level. When I talk about changing your level of command, I'm saying having greater access to spiritual power and authority. Don't remain on the same level. Change your level. Have access to more spiritual power, more spiritual authority, more spiritual command. When I'm talking about changing your level, when I'm talking about commanding greater level of authority, greater level of power, greater level of influence in the spirits. And that is what I mean by changing your level of command. I'm talking about growing increase, growing power, growing influence, growing authority, growing strength in spiritual things. That's what I'm talking about. But some may say, why do you need to change your level? 
God is always happy. I mean, I mean, you are always fine. You are fine the way you are. Why must you change your level of command? Why must you have greater access to spiritual power and spiritual authority? Why? The Bible tells us in the book of Luke chapter 11. Luke 11, reading from verse 21. It says, when a strong man armed keep his palaces, his goods are safe. In other words, the way you are right now, with the level of power that you have, whatever the Lord has given to you is safe. Until... In verse number 22, the Bible says, But when he's stronger than he shall come upon him, until problem shows up, until there is a particular disturbance of order, until the enemy decides to say, What you have is what I want, until there is a change of order, the Bible says, When he's stronger than he shall come upon him and overtake him, he shall take from him all his armor, and wherein he trusted, and divide his spoil. In other words, the things that you think are secured, the finances that you think are secured, the health that you think are secured. The job that you think are secured. Everything that you hold there that you think are secured because you have been given those things. If you don't have the spiritual command, if you don't have the level of command to protect and to keep them, they will be taken away. That's why you need to build and change your level of command. So from this verse of scripture, the Bible says that when a strong man armed keeps his palace, his goods are in peace. But when a stronger than he shall come upon him and overtake him, he shall take from him all his armor wherein he trusted and divided his spoil. In other words, we change our level of command because number one, our level of command determines our level of power. Your level of command determines your level of power. Lower command, lower power. Higher command, higher power. Number two, you change your level of command because your level of command determined your level of authority. If you are the lower level, your authority is weak. You're, you have a small authority over the influence of over the things of life, over the elements of life. But the higher you go, the higher your level of authority. Number three, you change your level of command because your level of command determines your level of control. The more command you have, the more control you have over your situation. The more command you have over the elements of life. The more command over you have over the situation and the circumstances that affect your life and your family. Number four, you change your level of command because your level of command determines your level of influence. You cannot compare the level of influence of a local government chairman with that of the president. Two different people. Two different level. Two different authority. Two different level of influence. Number five, your level of command determines your level of access. Where they will allow you to go, what you will have access to, the things that you can touch, the things that you can see, information that will be presented to you. There are some information that you will never be able to have access to until you have a top-level security client. Even there are some information that people with top-level security clients cannot see unless they are sitting in Congress or they are sitting in the presidency. Your level of command determines your level of access. There are some things you will never see unless you change your spiritual level. There are certain revelations that you will never get unless you change your spiritual level. There are certain kind of finance you will never be able to control unless you change your spiritual level. Where God will consult you on issues that has nothing to do with you. Where God will speak to you, give you a revelation about things to come that has nothing to do with you. When he will speak to you about the things that will begin to happen even before they happen. Your level of command, you need to change your level of command because it determines your level of access. There are places you will never get into unless your level of command is appropriate. Number six, your level of command also determines your level of allocation. 
There are some things that will never be entrusted into your care because you don't have that command. There are certain things that you will never be able to control. There are certain things that you will never be able to collect. There are some benefits that will never accrue to you. The blessings of heaven will continue to be an illusion unless you get to a level of command whereby you are able to manage it. The Bible says that the hair of a family, the one who inherits everything, he said that that person, that boy, that girl, that heir is not, you know, does not have access to the inheritance as long as it remains a kid. He said, but as soon as it begins to grow, then it will have access to the inheritance. You change your level of command because your level of command determines what you are allocated. Not only that, your level of command determines your security. It determines your protection. It determines what, you know, it determines what you are able to keep. The Bible says that if a man who is strong protects his property, he said, then his things are safe. He said, but if somebody is stronger than him comes, then his property are no longer safe. The blessings that you have been praying for since the beginning of the year, those things that God has given unto you, how are you able to secure them if you don't have the requisite spiritual power? Your security is a function of your spiritual level. Because there are some people the enemy can slap anyhow. And there are some people the enemy will not mess with. Because he knows that if he tries it, he's going to get himself in trouble. There are some things that the enemy can steal from people. And there are some, he never even goes near them. There is a wall of fire that is surrounding certain people, while some other people don't even have that fire. There are people when they sleep and they say, Jesus, the enemy flee. There are some even people that when they call Jesus, 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 the enemy will slap their mouth even in their sleep. It's your level of command. Your level of command determines your security. It determines your protection. It determines your safety. It determines how the victory that you have over your enemy. That is why you must change your level of command. That is why you must grow. That is why you must strive to increase your level of command, not just in spiritual things, but in every department of your life. Because you don't want to be subject. You don't want to be at the mercy of people of this world because they will mess you up. Moses changed his spiritual level. He changed the level of command. And Egypt bowed and surrendered to him. The same guy that ran away. The same guy that Pharaoh was harassing. This same guy came and said that there will be darkness. He said there will be plague. And all the plague began to happen just at the word of Moses. Because of his spiritual level. Look at a man like Elijah. The Bible says a guy, he went to the king and said, There is no rain in this land at my word. You try it and go and say it. And see what will happen. You see what happens to weather forecast. They said today we see the weather forecast is bright and shiny and it's raining behind them. That's to tell you that they have no command over the atmosphere. Here is a guy who said at my word, it's not going to rain, not just today, but for the next three years until I say so. And when he was ready, he came back and said, well, it's going to rain now because I'm ready for you to rain. That is the level of command we are talking about. You change your level of command so that you'll be able to be in place, you'll be in charge. Now, if changing the level of your command does all those things for you, it gives you security, it gives you access, it gives you allocation, it gives you influence, it gives you control. If changing your level gives you all these blessings, why are people refusing to change? Why are they stuck on the same level? Why are we not changing our level of command? Let me suggest to you that many are not changing their level of command because, number one, they don't even know that they can change their level of command. But in most cases, many do not change their level of command because of what I refer to as indolence. 
laziness. Ecclesiastes chapter 10 verse 18 tells us, he said, by much slothfulness the building decays. Through idleness of the hand, the house drops through. A lazy man will never be able to change this level of command. He will always give you an excuse why he's not doing what he's supposed to do. A lazy man will not do what it takes to be able to rise above his situation and become and have control over his situation. Have control over his finances. Have control over his family. Have control over his career. Have control over his spiritual ability. He will not do it because he's too lazy. Number two, people are not changing their level because of inactivity. You expect God to do it for you and God will not do it for you. There are things that God will do and there are things that you must do. You cannot do God's own action for him and God will not do your own thing for you. He said, wherever the sole of your feet shall tread upon, I will give unto you. If your sole of your feet refuse to tread upon anything, you get nothing. He said, whatever you lay your hands upon to do shall prosper. If you refuse to lay your hands upon anything, then prosperity becomes far from that individual. This thing is not magic. People's levels are not changing, number one, because of indolence. Number two, because of inactivity. Number three, because of indiscipline. Because of indiscipline. He that has no rule over his own spirit is like a city that is broken down and without war. If you have no control over yourself, no control over your spirit, no control over your mouth, no control over your appetite, no control over the things in your life, you'll find out that you will not be able to move forward. People do things not because it is convenient, but because it is necessary. Prayer is not convenient, but you pray because, you know, because it is necessary. It's what is needed to move you forward. You study the Bible, not because the Bible is very interesting, but because it is what is required for you to be able to move to the next level. Most people don't leave their station. They don't leave where they are because of indiscipline. You want to please the body. And as long as you please the body, you are going to forfeit the future. But most importantly, people do not change their level because of ignorance. They just don't know. They don't know how to move things forward. The Bible says, my people perish for lack of knowledge. What you don't know, you don't know. But you are better if you know what you don't know. A more terrible person, especially who doesn't even know what he doesn't know. That person needs serious, serious, serious help. The Lord will help us. In Luke chapter 15. I'll give you an example of what ignorance can do to an individual. In Luke chapter 15, the Bible tells us the story of the prodigal son. We all know the story. The Bible tells us that a younger man came to his father and said, Father, I need my own portion of my inheritance. The father gave it to him. The guy decided to go and waste it. And after wasting, the Bible said he parted and did everything and then he lost all the money. The Bible said that he came to himself, went back to the father. And when he got back to the father, the Bible said the father seeing him afar off threw a party for him. The elder brother, when he came back from a long day's walk, said, are you kidding me? Here's a guy that has taken all the money. And this is what you are doing? Let's pick up the story from verse number 25. Luke chapter 15, reading from verse number 25. The Bible says, now his, so his older son was in the field. And when he came and drew near to the house, they heard the music and dancing. So he called one of the servants and asked what, what, what these things meant. And he said to him, your brother has come. And because he, was, he has received him safe and sound, your father has killed a fatted cow. The brother said, are you kidding me? The guy nearly destroyed his family. The guy took all the money. He took all the estate. He let us uh, liquidate some of our assets so that he can get what he wants. And he came, he wasted all those things. And then he came back. You are throwing party for him. Are you encouraging foolishness? Verse number 28, the Bible says, But he was angry and would not go in. 
Therefore, his father came and pleaded with him. So he answered and said, My father, eh, these many years I have been serving you. I never transgressed your commandment at any time. And yet you never gave me a young goat that I may even do barbecue and celebrate 4th of July with my friend. You never did that. But as soon as this son of yours, that tells you the guy is angry because he didn't even call him his brother. Says, as, as, as soon as this son of yours came who had devoured your livelihood with our Lord, how did he know? Well, I guess the boy just he probably just imagined that when you get money for nothing, you that's what you do. He said, This son of yours who had devoured your livelihood with harlots, you killed the fatted cow for him. And the father said to him, You are always with me. He said, That is the problem. I'm always with you. That's why you are not giving me anything. He said, My son, you are always with me. And look at the next statement. He said, And all that I have is yours. All that I have is yours. That's what I want you to notice in that verse number 31. All that I have is yours. In other words, the fat cows are yours. They, you can feast on them at any time. The resource of this house, they belong to you. You can take them at your own time. You can dispose of them the way you want to do it. You don't need my permission to enjoy. You don't need my permission to get the things you want. But the elder brother did not know. He saw it as his father's property. So he thought he needed permission to enjoy what was already his own. His level of command was limited because of his ignorance. And the same thing is happening in the church every day. The same thing is happening to believers every day. You are not enjoying the provisions of heaven. You are not enjoying the benefit that Jesus Christ died for on the cross of Calvary because you simply don't know what those benefits are. The question this morning is, how do you know what God has made available for you? How do you change your level of access so that you can change your level of command, so that you can now access the resources that God has in store for you? How do you change your level of command? Because if you don't know how to change that level of command, you will be striving on the same spot and you are not going to be seeing the results. How do you change your level of command? My brothers and sisters, changing your level of command is a function of four things. Changing your level of command is a function of four things. Number one is a function of acquisition of information. Like I said earlier, what you don't know, you don't know. If you want to improve any department of your life, you need information in that department of your life. Changing your level of command happens through acquisition of information. Proverbs 24 5 says, A wise man is strong, yea, a man of knowledge increase in strength. The more informed you are about your station, the more informed you are about your situation, the better you become, the stronger you become, the higher your level will be. Nobody talks to you anyhow about that particular subject anymore. You are so good at that subject that nobody can come and give you stories about that subject. Changing your level of command happens through acquisition of knowledge. Number two, it happens through illumination. When you receive the word of God, Paul the Apostle speaking to the Ephesian church, he said, I pray that the eyes of your understanding be enlightened so that you will know what the hope of his callings are for you. In other words, when you receive illumination, when your heart is enlightened, you begin to see possibilities. You begin to see things happen. Do you notice that the people who are creative are the people who are mostly engaged? 
People who are busy doing something, they are very creative because their mind becomes enlightened. A greater ideas begin to show up in their mind as they do more stuff. But the lazy man does not have any idea. So first thing is that your level changed by acquisition of information. Your level changed by illumination. Your level changes by impartation. The law of the Lord is perfect, converting the soul. The testimony of the Lord is sure, making wise the simple. There is an impartation that comes upon your life. When somebody imparts knowledge to you, what you don't know, and somebody imparts knowledge unto you, it changes that thing. It opens your eyes. And that is why the people in the business world, they say, they, you, say you come to an aha moment. All of a sudden, the light bulb comes up. That is what uh, Isaac Newton referred to as the Eureka moment. When you just suddenly realize, as a result of an impartation of knowledge, you come to an understanding of a particular situation, and you say, ah, everything becomes clear at that point in time. And then finally, you change your level through revelation. Change your level through revelation. Revelation of the things that are possible. Revelation of the things that you never know. The things that are not there. The Bible tells us when he was speaking unto Abraham, he said, lift up your eyes. Whatever you see in the right and left, he said, I will give unto you. There was a revelation that came. His eyes were open and he saw what was possible. Until your eyes are open, you will never see the possibility of the things that God has made available unto you. And all this, the information, the illumination, the impartation and the revelation, all these things happen through only one agency. And that is the agency of the word of God. The agency of the word of God. All this happens when you encounter the word of God. The Bible tells us back in Psalm 119, reading from verse number 30, Psalm 119 verse 30, it says, The entrance of thy word gives light. It gives understanding to the simple. The entrance of your word gives light. And it gives understanding to the simple. The Bible is simply saying your level of command changes when the word of God you uh, when the word of God concerning a particular area of your life uh, enters into your heart. When that word enters into your heart, what happens is that a word will inform you. Take for example the word of healing. You read in the scripture and you come and can you come in contact with the word of God that says by his stripes you are healed. I'm not just talking about you just getting a head knowledge. When it sinks into your spirit, that word begins to produce results. It first of all informs you that Jesus Christ has already healed you. Then it illuminates your heart. It begins to shed light upon your heart. Then you begin to see, this headache Christ has taken it away. This disease Christ has taken it away. The fever Christ has taken it away. Corona Christ has taken it away. You begin to see all that the Lord Almighty has taken away. He said, by his stripes, you are healed. It illuminates your heart and then it impacts the way you see life. You are no longer living in fear. You are no longer living and saying, yes, uh, I'm going to be a victim of this, a victim of that. You know, you no longer live in life as a victim. Why? Because the word of God has entered into your heart. It has illuminated your heart. It is now impacting your life and then it gives you a revelation of what is possible. And that revelation is that you can never be sick. The revelation is that you could, the disease of this world will not come upon you. The Bible says that the disease that are upon the Egyptians will not be put upon you. When you take that word in, it gives you a revelation that nothing that is going on in the world will be able to affect you. And as it gives you that revelation of what is possible, it produces light and, and, and understanding that will move you to the next level. When everybody is afraid, you are no longer afraid. All of a sudden, you walk into a situation and people begin to wonder, what is different about this guy? The difference is that the word of God found its way into your hearts. 
It is the word of God that can take you to anywhere you are going. You have to discover the word of God for the department of your life where you need a change. Because there is a word of God for every aspect of your life. My brother and sister, as long as the word of God is not in you, light of the word of God will not break forth. If the light in the word of God does not break forth, darkness and ignorance will prevail and you will remain where you are. Progress will be impossible. When you don't see the light, progress will be impossible. Without the word of God in your heart, light will not break forth in your life. Without the word of God in your life concerning a specific issue, light will not break forth. If light does not break forth, ignorance will prevail. If ignorance prevails, progress will be impossible. And my brothers and sisters, I can bet you today, go and check any record, go and check any country, go and check any archive. No one ever makes progress. No one ever has abundant life. No one ever gains control. No one ever changes his level when he remains ignorant. You can never move forward when you are ignorant. You will only be a tool in the hands of people who know better than you. You can never move forward in any department of your life unless you are informed. Your change of level is a function of the level of the word of God that you hear, that you understand, and that you apply. Your change of level is a function of the word of God that you hear, the word of God you understand, and the word of God that you apply. So how do you encounter the word of God that will change your level? How does the word of God changes your level? My brothers and sisters, an encounter with the word changes your level when you expose yourself to that word. The point we are making is that the word of God changes your level when you expose yourself to the word. Number two, when you receive the word. There are people who hear the word of God and say, Ah, I wish brother Labaja was here. I wish sister so and so was here. It's as if I, I don't need this one. It is him that did it. As long as you have that attitude, the word of God will not benefit you. The Bible says that the children of Israel, they heard the word, but it said it did not mix with faith in their heart, and so it did not do them any good in the wilderness. You have to expose yourself to the word of God for the word of God to do you good. You have to receive the word of God for it to do you good. You have to believe the word of God that this word is my own. This word is able to change me. This word is able to deliver the promise of God in my life. That is when it starts working. What you don't believe will never work for you. It's the same thing in life. It's the same thing here in the word of God. You have to believe it for it to work for you. Number four, you have to engage the word of God. The word of God is not on autopilot. The Bible says that if you obey, you will eat the good of the land. You don't expect to eat the good of the land if there is no obedience. He said, whenever the soul of your feet are tread upon, I will give to you. If your soul does not go anywhere, you are not getting anything. Many of us know that salvation is free. But the Bible says, as many who repent and call upon the name of the Lord shall be saved. If you are too big to repent and you are too big to call upon the name of the Lord, repentance will be far from you. It is not magic. It is not magic. The same thing. If you want to see the reward result of the word of God, if you want to see the word of God producing in your life, there has to be an engagement. You take the word of God. You say, God, this is what you said will happen if I do X, Y, and Z. I have done X, Y, and Z. Why is this not happening? 
Then God can tell you, okay, you probably didn't do it very right, or because of circumstances, or because of situation, something else is going on. But you have a right. You need to engage the word of God for a change of level. And then finally, you need to act on the word. You act on the word. The Bible says that when Peter, after fishing all night, Jesus Christ said, launch back in the deep and drop your net on the right side of the ship. Peter said, oh God, I know you're an excellent preacher. You do a lot of miracles. This fishing business is my business. I've been doing it for a long time. I know fishes don't come this way. He said, but at your word. Okay? But at your word. In other words, I'm going to act on that word. Even if I don't think you are making sense, I'm going to add on it. Even if you look like it's stupid, I will act on it. Even if you make sure like you're an ignorant man, you don't know anything about fishing, I'm still going to act on it. He said, but at thy word. I will let down the net. And the Bible says what? As soon as he let down the net, he got what is called a net-breaking harvest. You can never see a net-breaking harvest until you act on the Word of God. Thank you very much for listening to our program today. We invite you to join us every Sunday at 10 a.m. for our Sunday worship service at 2711 Murfreesboro Road in Antioch, Tennessee. We also host Bible study and prayer meetings every Friday at 7 p.m. Visit us online at www.lifelonganointing.com and on Facebook, Twitter, and YouTube. Join us next time for another edition of Fresh Encounter. On behalf of Lifelong Anointing Church, we thank you for listening.